This is the RBR TVBR In Focus podcast. Here's your host, radio and television business report editor-in-chief, Adam R. Jacobson. Hello and welcome to the podcast, which is presented by .fm, streaming social podcast or broadcast. Get a .fm domain name by heading over to get.fm today. And today our guest is Michelle Vetrakind. She is the president and CEO of the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association, and it's a pleasure to welcome her back to the podcast. We spoke with her one year ago when things were a little bit shaky because of the <laughs> coronavirus pandemic. And, well, here we are today to talk about the agenda for what will be an in-person, astoundingly, amazingly looking <laughs> event set for the end of August, and that is the 2021 WBA Summer Conference. So with that, welcome back to the podcast, Michelle. <laughs> that's, that's quite the introduction, Adam. Thank you so much, and I can't tell you how happy I am to be here. Obviously, a, a very different uplifting topic uh, from a year ago, right? <laughs> it's amazing. We had no idea if we were going to even be at the NAB in October. We just literally got word that IBC is postponed to December in Amsterdam, but it is happening. Things are opening up. We just had a story about the National Translators Association having a wildly successful conference in Salt Lake City that just concluded the weekend of May the 22nd. Absolutely. Wow. So here we are. The WBA Summer Conference is a go. It's in person, and it's going to be at the Blue Harbor Resort in Sheboygan starting Wednesday, August the 25th with a golf tournament and some other things that will certainly be ways to kind of congregate, to commiserate, to say, hey, it's great to see you in person, but also to learn. And that's where I'd like to begin the conversations because there is a session from 1 to 5 p.m. on the first day of the conference about media technology. And when we think about the post-pandemic future, there's certainly a lot that one Bill Hubbard will be able to present. And as it could get a little esoteric because <laughs> it is engineering focused, I'm sure that there's some very, very key takeaways. So what can you at least share as a preview of that particular session? We are so excited to be able to have our summer conference in person. Yes, you're right. And as an aside, Adam, it's our 70th anniversary, so uh, it's, it's going to be a fabulous event. So, yes, on uh, on that first day, um, the Wednesday, August 25th, one of our sessions actually taking place that whole afternoon will be our Media Technology Institute Um this is a, 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 an event um, that we implemented, the Media Technology Institute, now, I think, I want to say 10 years ago. Um, and it's just a, a, a wonderful uh, session that we add typically to our, our summer conference. And it's also a wonderful preview to our three-day broadcast engineering clinic, which this year is going to take place um, in September. That's going to be in person also. So we actually have two in-person events uh, within a three-week period. That's great. Um, but – Really, when you talk about esoteric, that's really a good word for it because for this particular Media Technology Institute, we are just hoping to get any and all of our broadcast engineers, um, new engineers, seasoned engineers, in between everything, um, in a room really to talk about um, what has happened the past year, but also moving forward, really what can um, what can they all take from that and how can um, – we become even uh, stronger moving forward. So, 
and that is really what, what they are going to focus on. And in this particular case, it is a preview because of Broadcasters uh, Clinic moving up uh, by about uh, a month or so to, to accommodate um, NAB. This Media Technology Institute is really going to be used as a preview um, to the three-day broadcast engineering clinic. That is going to be run alongside regular conference sessions that begin at 9 a.m. And Paul Jacobs, our friend from Jacobs Media, kicks off everything with a story about new revenue opportunities and a rapidly changing environment. Wow. I mean, that is a wide open topic where we could talk about a lot of different ways one can go. Um, there's a lot of excitement about on demand, about broadcasting and streaming. But then again, the bread and butter of AM and FM, of broadcast television versus OTT, there's a lot of meat there. And I'm sure that that will be a good conversation. Absolutely. A great, a great way to start the day. So we're going to start off there, and then uh, followed by our friend uh, uh, Darren Steenbergen, uh, surviving to thriving in sales. Um, you certainly can't go wrong there. And then that, that afternoon, we actually have uh, uh, two uh, diversity sessions, uh, diversity and inclusion, uh, the roundtable discussion, which is going to feature um, our, the WBA's uh, diversity committee, and then our EEO session, developing signature traits of an inclusive leader. So uh, that's going to be a, a very robust back-to-back -back session there. And then, our uh, yes, our, our, our legislative update featuring our legislative committee. That's always a, a jam-packed and highly relevant session. <laughs> right. And I want to go back to diversity and inclusion for a minute. Absolutely. For the outsider looking in, they may not think of Wisconsin as being a diverse state. Obviously, it is. <laughs> But when we talk about media and we talk about diversity and inclusion in broadcast media in the state of Wisconsin, is this a issue or a discussion that has really risen due to national events in the last year or so? Or is this just an ongoing evolution of what has already been in process? It's That's a, a great question, Adam. And actually, it is definitely an ongoing revolution. Um, yes, well, we... we, we certainly um, have, have seen uh, uh, issues come to the forefront, if you will, certainly over the past year. Um, the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association, we have actually had uh, diversity um, and inclusion as part of one of our uh, five modules in our long-range plan for, for many, many years, actually. Um, so just uh, uh, taking that to the, the, the next level and uh, very excited uh, for, for this particular uh, session to have our diversity committee um, included in that as well. Now, share a little bit about the legislative update. This is the WBA Legislative Committee. Mm -hmm. What are one or two of the key issues that are really impactful for broadcasters in Wisconsin in particular that may also resonate with other broadcasters and state broadcasters associations? Well, for us, we will we will certainly be highlighting um, state and and federal uh, legislative issues. Of course, being federally mandated, the majority by far of our issues are certainly uh, at the federal level as well as um, with the FCC. And really, that is going to be a takeoff of of the recent uh, NAB uh, uh, 
state leadership, their virtual leadership session that actually was tremendously um, successful. But then we will also focus on some issues uh, at the moment that we are having at the at the state level as well. And we have a, a, a very robust uh, legislative committee. We have a broadcast representative from every single one of our uh, congressional districts. Um, that is something that we've implemented eh, several years ago now. It is actually going uh, going very, very well because, as we say, you know, we, we can talk as, as, say, the leader of the WBA, et cetera, the president. You know, we can talk till we're blue in the face. But you know what? It's their local broadcasters. It's their constituents. That's who these elected officials definitely want to hear from. And that discussion will include esteemed Washington, D.C. attorney David Oxenford of Wilkinson Barker Nauer. David loves Sheboygan. <laughs> the, the Blue Harbor Resort is beautiful. <laughs> it's right on the shores of Lake Michigan. Thursday, our keynote, we have we have the, uh, NAB President and CEO Senator Gordon Smith as our keynote, and uh, we, we, we could not be more thrilled to, to welcome Senator Smith back to Wisconsin, and especially uh, for our, our 70th anniversary, first in-person event in uh, some time, of course. Um, we, we are so excited. I imagine that will be an emotional uh, time as well as he will be in person ahead of the NAB show, yeah. ahead of his eventual transition to yeah. uh, not retirement, but uh, consulting a little bit here and there, spending more time back home in Oregon. Um, I'd like to learn a little bit more about Absolutely. the 2020 Young Professional of the Year who will be honored at a dinner and bonfire. Uh, yes, yes. We have uh, our, our Young Professionals Committee has been in place, oh gosh, now I have 10. If, if I say it's 10 years, it probably means it was 15 years ago. Um, <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, Adam. <laughs> um, but our, uh, we are actually awarding our first ever Young Professional of the, um, of the Year Award. Actually, uh, that award, uh, uh, Terry was... was uh, uh, that nomination came to be a year ago, as did actually this year's current uh, broadcast legends and our Hall of Famers, but because we did not have an in-person event in 2020. That is all being uh, rolled into 2021. But no, uh, Terry Stevenson is is most deserving of this first ever WBA Young Professionals uh, Award. And uh, again, it's just something that, that we could uh, not be more proud of. Our young professionals, they do a, a, a tremendous job, um, really, um, you know, not only ensuring that the the, the, the our fabulous uh, broadcast industry um, not only remains relevant, but but becomes even more relevant as as we move forward into the future. So they are very, very active and engaged, and we are we are blessed. Before we conclude the podcast, we would be remiss not to mention the Hall of Fame reception and dinner. Yes. Tom Gerritsen, yes. Wayne Larravee, Jack Mitchell, and Nancy Zeman will all be honored. The WBA Distinguished Service Award this year will be going to Dick Saragossa. Wondering if you could tell our national audience a little bit about these individuals and honorees before we uh, say goodbye for now. Well, Dick Saragossa, this is our, uh, for our WBA Distinguished Service Award, this is only our second ever WBA Distinguished Service Award. And uh, many in the industry are, are familiar with uh, uh, Dick Saragossa. He was actually beyond instrumental in the cre uh, creation of 
what is now known as NASBA, the National Alliance of State Broadcasters Associations. Um, prior, it was uh, BETA or BETA, depending on if you were in the south or the north, <laughs> Broadcast Executive Directors Association. Um, but Dick Zaragoza really is, uh, has been or was uh, uh, BETA, NASBA's long, long, long-time legal counsel and um, is just really the godfather, I'd say, if you will, of, of uh, the, the state broadcasters associations, and then for the Wisconsin broadcasters as well, just really instrumental in the uh, the, the, the pro- professionalization, um, really, of, of uh, our association and, and many others as well, and we could not be uh, more honored to honor him in this manner. And we also have, as you mentioned, our, our uh, the, the evening will culminate with our, our Hall of Fame awards, um, a very prestigious honor in the state of Wisconsin. And then earlier that day at the luncheon um, during uh, Senator Smith's keynote, uh, we will also be honoring our local broadcast legends as well. So uh, a lot of awards, but very, very, very well, very highly deserved um, awards to give out. And it's it's just going to be it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful event, Adam. We're traveling. We're getting back together. And I wish you a very successful conference. It's been awesome speaking to you, Michelle. Thank you so much, Adam. I, I truly this is the highlight of my day. It's been uh, wonderful talking to you. All right. Well, thank you again. And thank you, the listener, for tuning into this radio and television business report in focus podcast. It was sponsored by .fm, streaming, social, podcast, or broadcast. Get a .fm domain name by heading over to get.fm today. And from Boca Raton, Florida, this is Adam R. Jacobson for the In Focus podcast and for Streamline Publishing. Have a fantastic day.